0: Today is January 9th, 2023. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Incrediburg podcast, news, notes, and nostalgia from the Steel City. I'm Brian Carruthers, your host, reminding you that Pittsburgh is incredible every single day. Now, if you're stuck in traffic at the top of Green Tree Hill, this is the show for you. By the time you come through the tunnel, I'll get you up to date on the interesting things happening around town. Let's start, of course, at AccuShore Stadium, where the Steelers yesterday beat the Browns, but were eliminated from the playoffs when we couldn't get help from the New York Jets and our old friend, Joe Flacco. Social media loves to blame Flacco, or Crapo, as they're calling him, that he screwed us and we'll never forgive you, Flacco. Never come to the Steel City. We're out for revenge. But look, this is how it goes. After an average year, when you're the team waiting to see what 25 other teams will do in the last game, can you really blame Flacco? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, Coach Tomlin does what he does best, which is win, and he does finish with a 9-8 and record, and he has never had a losing season. Now, you, your uncle, and your grandfather will be debating this stat until next preseason uh, as you debate, should this have happened? How does it work? This isn't that great. We're just mediocre. Pittsburghers have high expectations and will only change their tune maybe when Tomlin finally retires and he's up for the Hall of Fame. And then you'll say, but wait, the stats, he never had a losing season. Put another Steeler in. I guess it's just the way you look at it. And this definitely starts the time of year when you hear a couple things around the Berg. Fire Matt Canada. Fire Mike Tomlin. Fire Omar Khan. Fire the peanut sales guy in the 500 level. Fire the Roonies if we can. If we don't win the Super Bowl, it's time for change. Here are two notable sacks from yesterday's game. Insert my sixth grade son laughing because I said the word sack. Congratulations, TJ Watt. After an up-and-down season filled with injury, he ties Mean Joe Green with the third-place Pittsburgh sack record. Insert my son laughing again and overall sacks behind Elsie Greenwood and James Harrison. Now, I guess we assume, assume the TJ will break this record next year, and now he has 77.5 sacks. TJ has half a sack. I'm not sure how it all works in the NFL. I'm not sure if he ripped somebody's shoes off, if maybe he ripped somebody's leg off or ripped their helmet off. Not sure how you get a half sack, but however you do it, I'm happy for him. Congratulations. Now, on the other side of sacks, the most disgusting sack of the day was the Pittsburgh Steelers' Alex Highsmith. Now, during the game, he sacked Deshaun Watson and laid on the ground while one of his teammates came over and started mimicking CPR on him. Bravo, Pittsburgh Steelers. Bravo, NFL. You did it. A week of celebrating and praying for DeMar Hamlin and his speedy recovery, all the donations, all the visits to charity, you openly mocked it and said, no, it's time to get back to what we do best, which is parody things that we're trying to celebrate. Very disgraceful. That and the Green Bay Packers' Quay Walker last night shoved a Detroit Lions athletic trainer on the field, and he was ejected just because the guy was bringing water out onto the field. The NFL just continues to show that they are a league that just cannot figure it out. And one last note about the Steelers before we go into hibernation. Being reported in the rumor mill by a member of the media is that the AFC Championship game, if it features Kansas City and Buffalo, will need a neutral site. The word is that Acrisure Stadium, or Heinz Field, is in consideration in first place to be that neutral site. What a crazy moment in the history of that stadium hosting an AFC championship game that the Steelers do not play in. Fifty years from now, that's going to be a trivia question that no one gets right. Rest in peace, Joe Hardy entrepreneur, founder of 84 Lumber and Nemecolon Woodlands. He died over the weekend at 100 years old. Man, what a long life. Not that it wasn't filled with controversy and ups and downs and overpriced hotel rooms, but living to be 100 and rich. What a dream. I'd love to live the life that Joe Hardy lived. A larger-than-life figure throughout all of western Pennsylvania, there will never be another one like Joe Hardy. He is survived by many women under the age of 30. When I was growing up, the Feast of the Epiphany, where the wise men supposedly came to visit baby Jesus the week after Christmas, was always the time that my dad said it was time to take down the Christmas decorations. I keep that tradition alive in my house, too. So the Christmas tree and all the Santa statues and the Elf on the Shelf, yesterday they all got put in a box until next year. The outside lights came down, the tinsel, everything is down. Christmas is over. It is the end. Goodbye, Christmas, and see you next year. Now, this is the time that you drive around... The Berg and see people still have their Christmas tree up and their lights on January 28th, and you shame them. It's amazing. It's early shame or late shame for Christmas. Everyone seems to have the exact same idea in mind, but it's fine. And for those of you who need a hero to look up to as you keep your Christmas decorations up till March, how about Christmas Buck? Yes, in Fox Chapel, a male deer has been spotted over and over again with tinsel and lights wrapped around its antlers. Christmas buck is here to stay. Absolutely incredible. Authorities say they are not on the lookout for Christmas buck. Now, maybe a high affluent HOA in Fox Chapel doesn't like that it still has their Christmas lights up. But besides that, it's fine. Animal experts say that They will shed the antler soon, Christmas buck, and move on. And with it, the decorations should fall off. And while they're on there, they're not hurting Christmas buck. So for now, if you see Christmas buck, just let him be, mind your own business, and celebrate Christmas till March. If you have time off this week, the Pennsylvania Farmers Show is going on in Harrisburg until the 11th. Now, here's one not to miss. There is a 1,000-pound sculpture made out of butter of three of Pennsylvania's top mascots. Gritty, from the Flyers, who personally I absolutely love. And I know it's not popular to say on the Incrediberg podcast that you love something about the Flyers, but I do. You have Swoopy, or Sweeper the Eagle. That's from the Philadelphia Eagles. Didn't even know that thing existed. And... Pittsburgh's most controversial mascot, Steely McBeam. McBeam, or who I thought for the longest time was just a mascot to look like Bill Cower. 1,000 pounds of butter was donated from Lando Lakes. It is not edible, so I have no idea what's going on with that. And it will be recycled on a farm after the show. So all of you earth lovers can relax. There's not going to be any waste. Uh... It took 14 days to sculpt the three mascots, and personally, what an absolute waste of time. Can you imagine being the sculptor who did that? You went to school for sculpting. You're probably very educated. You got into it, your love of ancient Greece and ancient Rome, and now ancient Greece is greasy because you're sculpting with butter. Hey dad, I sculpted Steely McBeam out of butter. Thanks, hope it pays your school loans off faster. In all seriousness, I salute the sculptor. A job is a job, a gig is a gig. And speaking of mascots, do not miss the Incrediburg podcast special, The Great Mascot Debate. Which mascot is the best? It's right here, wherever you get The Incrediburg Podcast. We rank them in order, every level, who would win in a fight, most excitable, who do we hate the most, it's all there. (music) And lastly, the Pennsylvania State Turnpike Commission announced earlier this year that rates for the turnpike would go up 5%, and they took effect yesterday. Maybe you didn't notice, but they are here to stay. Now, here's a fun fact. The PA Turnpike Commission also said that they will raise rates on the turnpike every year until 2050. Well, thanks a lot, PA Turnpike Commission. I'm sure my kids and my grandkids can't wait to complain about what a crappy road it is. Well done. Okay, that's all for today. If you are still stuck in traffic, I'm very sorry. I tried my best to get you through, but now you're on your own. If you're stopped, check out and like Incrediburg on any of your favorite social media sites, daily Pittsburgh content, and the best and most unique Pittsburgh gifts. I'm Brian Carruthers. Thanks for joining us on the Incrediburg podcast, reminding you that Pittsburgh is incredible every single day.